Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Yes, Monday night, baby. We got a special one for you tonight. Uh, I got my co-host, Mike Ball, going to be coming in here in a second. And also, we got Nitro from the Guardian Riders MC. This is going to be a different kind of show than you're used to with me any damn way. Uh, we're going to be talking about all the good on the, the going on in the scene, bringing on guests. And I think you're really going to like it. Uh, it's going to be something else, man. You got the older gray beard over here and then you'll have Mikey, man. Mikey likes it. We're going to get him a shirt made for that one. And uh, he's going to represent a lot of the younger guys. And maybe us older guys will learn what these younger ones are all about. So let's bring in my co-host here. Mikey likes it or otherwise known as. Peg leg. What's up, Peg leg? <laughs> I'll accept Peg leg because it's. I mean, it's it's fitting, guys. I mean, it works. <laughs> that, I think that's your new that's your new road name, man. Peg leg. Hey, I it, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't make those kind of decisions. It's above me. It's above your pay grade, yeah. huh? You know, that's you right. like Captain Hook or something like that, man. But you lost the leg. He lost the hand. Yeah, that's two different Peter Pan, like, chop your leg off or something. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, it's good to have you on, Mike. Uh, like I said, uh, what are you going to bring to the show as far as the younger generation of thinking? And I know you got to kind of dumb it down because you're actually smarter than most of your uh, counterparts. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard uh, representing a whole uh, generation, I guess. Um, but for me, my goal is to definitely not only educate and be able to try to show um, basically our side of things from our, you know, the newer generation, newer guys coming into the scene, that kind of stuff, setting good examples, um, but also the positivity within the scene as well. Not all of just the negative that we have nonstop been seeing kind of for some time. By the way, I would ask every single one of you to help out on this. I want you to contact YouTube if you can and get Demon's Row back on the damn air. Uh, I guess uh, some stuff went down and he was pulled. I want you guys to contact them. Scream, yell, bitch, moan. And uh, get him back on the air. He does have two other channels, but I'm talking about his main one, uh, Demons Row TV. Get him back on. Uh, you'll see a lot of us uh, creators actually pulling for him and hoping he succeeds because it'd be nice to have one of us make it. And when I seen that today, I was like, you're kidding me. So we got to get him back on air. 
get working and contact them for us, if you will. Uh, so go ahead again, uh, Mike. Uh, we might have China Doll come in and ask a couple questions later on in the show. Do it uh, because do we not. love China Doll. China Doll is a great per person to have on the show. China so. Doll, something else, man. But uh, what am I missing here, uh, Mike? As far as your generation's concerned, and we're going to ask the same thing, Nitro, when he comes in. What sure. are us old graybeards missing when it comes to your generation? Um. Like I've said on the platform before, sometimes it's um, people don't understand, but the OGs can learn from the new Gs and the new Gs can learn from the OGs. It'll always be that way. But um, as of lately, it's been more of a divide thing and people not wanting to hear anybody out. As long as we hear each other out, usually that's when we can come to a common ground. And I think that's what this show is going to show for everyone that between someone like yourself and myself, we can always, as long as we communicate and we talk, we can come to some sort of common ground. I, I believe so. And I think it with the generational things, uh, pushing all the nonsense aside, but the different style of motorcycles that we ride, you could say it puts us in a different direction from each other, where I always say if the gray beards, when we were going up, if we had freaking crotch rockets or japs or whatever you want to call it, rice rockets, I don't know what it's called there. It's crotch rockets here in Chicago. Uh, if we had them type of bikes, we'd be riding them too because of the speed. Uh, but we most like mine was a 77 Bonneville. So it wasn't uh, quite as fast, but I think the level of ridership that the younger kids have blow us away. You, I have to admit these younger kids know how to ride. Yeah. I mean, some of these guys, I mean, I mean, a lot of them are my age or younger and these guys are doing full on wheelies and stuff like that on their Harleys, you know, drifting doing all the Harley stunts and stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of impressive watching these guys, you know, wheelie a thousand pound bike. It's kind of, impressive. Well, you're part of that Dyna bro. Crowd. I'm definitely a Dyna bro. Okay. Don't, don't be hating too much. All right. We love, we love the Dinas over here. <laughs> oh, well, I got to admit, man, I got rid of that low rider and stuff. Uh, you know, cause I'm more into the, uh, you know, the bigger bikes and no, stuff. it hurt your heart. It hurt your heart. It, it hurt a little bit cause it was uh, fast. Uh, but what drew you to the Dyna? Honestly, um, the feel of it for me, I'm a small guy, number one. So, uh, and second of all, I'm amputated, but you know, I, I always like, like the, the actual club style look, but then when I got amputated, I've actually since then have tried to, you know, ride a couple of my brothers like road glide, you know, they're the road Kings and stuff like that. Just a little too heavy and a little too wide for me. So, you know, keeping up a, a, a Dyna is a lot easier being amputated. Now, how long have you been riding? I've been riding all my life. I mean, because of like, you know, the, the motocross stuff growing up on that. But like actual street riding, I didn't really start until I think I was 21. So you started at 21 years old. Mm -hmm. What is the scene in Cali as far as 21 year olds? What do they usually start off on? Um. In, in this area would definitely be either a sporty or it would be a Dyna. Usually those are kind of like the, the, the starting realm, you know, if they're not doing the rice rocket stuff, you know, now personally I've never even sat on a rice rocket. 
So I don't, I don't even know what it's like to even sit on one of those things. I don't think mm. my leg could even fit on it. Right. <laughs> so what is the draw for you younger ones to those rice rockets? You know, it's speed, you know, it's speed. Everything it's uh, that adrenaline rush. They, they is love that speed adrenaline or the ease of doing the different tricks that you guys can do. Well, see, this is where I respect a lot of the Harley guys doing those stunts because it's a lot harder doing it on a Harley than it is on a sport bike, you know, where it's just a power wheelie instead of actually doing some sort of skill with some sort of 800-pound Harley. It's a lot different. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm interested in for sure. You know what's even more interesting about your generation? I have to – and I have to kind of kick our asses, us graybeards, because we used to make fun of it. But you have a lot of women, mm. a lot of women that are starting off early and they get on them rockets and they can ride better than any man out there. Yep. As gray beers, when I bring nitro in, it'll probably attest, you know, we looked at somebody, a woman on a bike and it wasn't that flattering what we said. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine that some of the things, I mean, even the things I've said, you know, and then all of a sudden I get out shown on the street. It's like, whoa, this, you know, all right, all right, we, chick can ride, man. It is now, that uh, podcast, he did bring up a good thing. Uh, they watched that old documentary, Biker Boys. Uh, that's something actually Black Dragon was involved in. That's and right. do, do you think that really lit up the crotch rocket scene i think that was probably uh something that definitely helped it it was probably something that definitely helped that scene but i don't think that it needed its its help at all to be honest i think that naturally those sport bikes because of the price the speed that you get out of them i don't know a lot of people are attracted to them you know especially guys my age what about the kale you know every scene is different Mm-hmm. Uh, Midwest is not the same as West Coast or East Coast, but when it comes to West Coast, what is it like for the different type of styles or subcultures within that scene? Say the Rice Rockets, say uh, the Dyna Bros, say you know the regular beefed up freaking Cholos. Sure. What is a party like out in Cali? Something that you would see that that is, I guess, unusual to maybe other parts of the country is a lot of you'll see a lot of the guys that you think that wouldn't be getting along and would not be at the same party. They're at the same party and they're all partying together. It's all right. You know, a lot of these guys know how to handle their own and be on their own side of the room or whatever. And there doesn't have to be any obvious craziness. It doesn't have to be crazy like that. Um, It just seems to be a lot more tame. You know, more in, in, in that I sense, but to admit, you younger ones, you got some bad looking women, man. We can only a wished what the hell you guys have now. Yeah, that we're, I don't what know happened? what it is. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if all of a sudden, like they've they've watched a lot of movies or something like that. I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden, there's a big attraction to this side. So we'll take it. We'll t- we'll we'll, we'll I go bet ahead. You and, will. Yeah, you know. Your wife's probably behind you. What you say? Yeah, she's going with the trunk. Like, you what know? you say, Pappy? Uh-huh. What you say? Uh-huh. Uh, that's yep. what she's saying right now. Totally. Uh, <laughs> but you kind of went a different way, and I'm kind of like mini interviewing Mike here, so you guys can get to know him on our channel. He's on uh, the Madhouse a lot, 
but uh, this new show, just to give you a little taste of the different experiences you're going to get here on this show. And I think it's important for everybody to learn each other. Like you said, uh, there is kind of a disconnect between the generations. I actually uh, blame my generation, Generation X, because we really didn't pass down everything we learned from the Vietnam veteran generation that taught us. And uh, while Bill, Mike, did you ever see Moto Guzzies and Kelly? Nope. Negative. I am uh, ignorant on the subject. You're ignorant on that. What about Royal Enfields? Uh, Royal Enfields, yes. Royal Enfields. So do you agree with Marianne? California women are just better looking and take care of themselves. Uh, that's probably just more, there's probably just more women here. That's probably population. You better watch out women all over the country. You already, uh, not in the good graces of women. Yeah, I know. It's already not good. So it's okay. guys. (laughs) I'm okay where I'm at. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I, I accept, I accept it. So let's go into the charity stuff here because we're going to have Nitro coming on here in a second. <sighs> Kelly, you guys got an all-year-round type of riding season. Yeah, it's beautiful. How's the charity over there? Nonstop. It's nonstop. People think that that charity is like, oh, yeah, it only happens during the, you know Thanksgiving. It only happens during christmas no it's 24 7 it's it's non-stop it's charity after charity after charity it's just like i'll get flyer after flyer after flyer of all these different charities almost every single weekend if not every weekend it's non-stop rock on we're gonna have china Dow in a little bit uh she uh is making a guest appearance on our first show to give mike some uh encouragement about being yeah on- yeah I'm going to need some help on China. Doll, help me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to add nitro in. Let's welcome him from the guardian riders motorcycle club. And I did a, a little bit of coverage of them. Uh, I believe it was last week uh, where we showed a video of the charity that they're doing. Uh, great people, man. Great people. Uh, so Nitro, welcome up, man. Thanks, man. What's up? What's up? Not much, man. You actually sound good. A lot of my guests are like on cell phones and stuff like that. And it's like amazing. Mike got you zeroed in. I, I had some pretty good coaching there before we started on the on the show. So yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we made sure that he sound we we could hear him. That's it. That's it. There you go. So, Mikey, man, let's see you do an interview, man. Go ahead. You're in the chair. Yeah, Nitro. Yeah. Um, I thank you first and foremost for coming on to the show. It means a lot to us. And uh, this is actually Hollywood and I, our first show together um, and doing a actual interview together. So this is going to be very cool to do. Um, Nitro, first and foremost, if you would like to, I would like to for you to, within your own words, to describe a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're doing on here and a little bit about your, your club that you're with. Love to. And thank you guys for having us. And I certainly appreciate you helping us get the word out. Uh, we are the Guardian Riders. We're in a kind of a rural area uh, in Bristol, Tennessee, Virginia, right on the line. Uh, but we are a victim's advocate club. What we do, we, we actually started 
with the intent of working with the kids that are aging out of the foster care system, say 16, 17, 18 years old, there's no programs out there to help anyone or help those kids. So we started out there and, you know, when you get a request for help or a kid reaches, somebody reaches out with a kid that needs help or something, you can't say no. So we have kind of branched out to uh, helping children. It could be uh, battered women. It could be a veteran. It could be the homeless. It, you know, just anybody that needs a hand up in the community. That's what we're trying to do. Man, that is awesome. Um, and, and also regarding into yourself, what, what, what kind of made you kind of get into this uh, lifestyle before we kind of get too deep into what you do and, and, and your club and all of that a little bit of, if you could, a little bit about your background, if you could. Uh, I've ridden uh, all my life as far as motorcycles from racing motocross as a kid to, uh, you know, riding as an adult and uh, rode with a couple other clubs. And, uh, you know, it, as you get older, you kind of get more mature and, and uh, you know, of course I could see the set changing and I don't know that I moved away from the club that I was in, but I think the club that I was in kind of moved away from me, from the goals that I had. And uh, I, I felt like that it was time to start giving back. And, uh, you know, I, I was in a little rougher world there for the longest time. And, and uh, now when I, I've said before that, uh, you know, all bikers have got the same mentality almost. It's, it doesn't matter what backpatch you got, a biker will put himself in between danger and a child that they don't even know. And at, it's been a few years ago, uh, I was, had my, my other colors on, not the ones I wear now, but had stopped at a gas station and a kid had pulled in or the mother had pulled in was pumping gas and a kid was kind of hanging in the back seat waving had the window down part of the way and uh, the kid was waving talking and of course i was talking back and all that the mother literally made that child sit down and put the window up and it, i don't know if they thought i was going to snatch it out of there or what and that kind of made me realize that we need to change this perception because again it doesn't matter what club you're with a biker will will go to bat for a child when it comes down to it you know we were the guys that would run into a house to save that child and then that mother wanted to snatch them away from us and that that really hit me hard but it's not just that i've heard other stories of very very similar things so it was time to give back so sat down with a couple buddies and we started talking about what we wanted to do and what we wanted to you know to try to help out and to change the perception on the set and we wanted to be able to show the good side of what bikers do and and who bikers are and that's this is what's come of it is the guardian riders well you've got a lot of news co uh coverage especially locally yes sir. uh what's what's some of the the runs that you've done uh the charities that you support we uh a lot of it is just little local stuff um the first run that this club did uh i wrote we rode there was probably 10 of us at the time and uh rode 
about 20 minutes to pay 20 bucks for some of the worst lemonade I've ever drank in my life for some little girls that were raising money to go to Disney World for a cheer camp. And uh, it just seems like it's snowballed from there. But uh, we've done rides and and uh, tried to help support financially uh, many miracles. It's a, a small organization uh, here work with uh, physically and mentally handicapped children. Uh, we've done some rides for uh, a young lady by the name of Lily Bell. You can, any, if anybody wants to check it out, they can find her GoFundMe online. Uh, but she was born with Trisomy 17. So we, we did a, a ride for her to help raise a little bit. And then one of the uh, local car clubs picked it up. They did a car show for her and uh, we've been able to help out quite a bit there. Uh, we've done, uh, uh, there's a children's home and trauma center, uh, not too far from where we are here and it's a residential home. Uh, those kids, they brought them to, uh, it's actually my sergeant's restaurant, blue circle here in town. And a lot of those kids have grown up in, for lack of a better word, an orphanage and they didn't even know how to order food for themselves sometimes because they've never done it. Uh, so brought them over, played putt-putt and, and things like that. And then we put together backpacks. Uh, everybody wants to send them coloring books and stuffed animals, but nobody wants to send them deodorant and toothpaste. And, and a lot of that stuff is covered by the institution, but it's institution stuff. It's the, you know, it's not the best soap or whatever. And of course, teenage girls want all this, all the old ladies helped with that. I have no idea. Uh, hell, I don't even have hair, but uh, <laughs> they did the shampoo packs and all that. And uh, the, my work, my, I work for a dealership and they donated some bags and we just took them to the clubhouse and went and bought travel size, this and that and filled them up and took them over to them. Uh, we had a young man, the story you covered uh, was Levi has cerebral palsy and he he speeds in his wheelchair and he makes the school resource officer write him speeding tickets. So we went over and made him an honorary guardian rider and put the guardian riders on him, told him if, if the man hassles him to give us a call. Uh, but we've got there, the news covered it a couple times on that story they've there have been several news newspaper articles news stories it's just that's the good stuff man i can lay my head on the pillow at night now it's it's a different world than i've been in for the last you know 20 plus years this this is a, this is different nelson asks, and you guys can put questions in there and i'll uh, ask them for you or mike will are there or are they only in tennessee or do they extend into virginia that from nelson not yet uh we we want to grow but there's you know if we just um uh, just go and plan a chapter somewhere then uh, you know it's it's no different than anybody else if there's a need there then absolutely we'll help uh we have uh and especially in the Bristol area, again, we straddle a state line. So if a call comes in that we need to help out in Virginia, we absolutely do. We travel over. But as far as planting roots and things like that, we're not quite there yet. Uh, we're, we're working on it, but uh, there's some other things that's got to fall into place for us first. And, you know, we're not, a, we're not an old club. We're not a big club. But the mission that we do, uh, 
everyone is supporting it and i can't thank the community enough i mean they people drive by the clubhouse every day and they're blowing horns and uh we've had guys that have had their meal paid for because of the colors on their back and the with us getting a little more coverage and shows like this and that's why we appreciate stuff like this so much is not only do we have people reaching out from places you know virginia or wherever that want to come in when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But we also have people reaching out that need help that didn't even know it was available. Uh, you know, we've had, uh, uh, for instance, uh, we everybody does uh, Easter dinner. So our club, we went to the clubhouse and had Easter breakfast with all of us as a family. We had quite a bit of leftovers, so we were able to go downtown and, and, and feed the homeless. Uh, there's quite a bit of homeless on both sides of, of, again, we were on State Street, so we were in Virginia or in Tennessee or whatever. Uh, there's different uh, agencies. Uh, one of the service areas that we're looking at, uh, we just got all of our paperwork for uh, court appointed special advocates in Tennessee. And we're getting all that set up, uh, but you have to go through a background check, which is great. Everybody should. But there is no service area over on the Virginia side where we're at here. So they're working on that. And once they get that set up, then we may look at, at trying to move over there. But Well, we've uh, got uh, Chinadown Nitro that just walked in, and I know she has a question I, for you. Yeah, she'll class the joint up a little bit here. I would love to know where we can send stuff in order to help fulfill those backpacks for, like, bathroom necessities. Uh the address um, is 1619 Highway 11W, Bristol, Tennessee. Uh, if, you got, if you can put that in the uh, chat room, Mike, so that everybody knows. Go ahead, Nitro. That, uh, that's the mailing address that would take it to the clubhouse. Um, we we pretty well got a stockpile of it right now, so I, I appreciate it, but let's hold off on that. Uh, they, they can only take so much at a time, and that's a good thing that they're overwhelmed with it right now. Um, now, do you also do things for as far as like back to school for backpacks for children for like school we, supplies? We do. We already have a bunch of backpacks and stuff okay. up there. We're, we're, my wife is a saint. She's put up with me for all these years, so that says something there. But every time she goes by a dollar store, she'll go find the clearance aisle, and it's notebooks or crayons or whatever. And a lot of the old ladies do that, and they stack up stuff at the clubhouse. And then when it comes back to school time, we have it. It's there. And uh, what we typically do is just go and dump it all out on the pool table, and we get eight or nine people around the pool table, and everybody just passes a pack around and fills it up. And, uh, you know, we may do one for grade through three, uh, kindergarten through third or, or third through six or something. Uh, but we've got a lot of that stuff already kind of hooched back, but we can always use more. There's there's always a, a need for that. Well, Nelson uh, asked, go ahead, uh, Mikey. 
No, that's awesome. I, I love uh, not only the amount of stuff that you guys are doing, but I love that the media is actually covering it in your area. That's yeah. kind of like a hard thing to essentially get from the media unless it's some sort of, you know, obviously bleeds the leads kind of thing. But being able to get uh, your local media to cover all of this is a, is a tremendous thing to have happen, you know, to your club. So that's awesome. Nelson wants to know, do you guys take uh, money donations? Are you a 501? If you do, how can we send the money? We are a 501c3. Uh, we are a registered business in the state of Tennessee. We're an INC. Um, but that being said, nobody makes a paycheck from this. Um, if it's it's all volunteer, um, I want to make sure that's clear out there. I, I don't draw a check. Nobody else does. If we make $1,000 doing a run, $1,000 goes to that cause. We even support ourselves as far as our clubhouse and all that. Um, but yes, we are a 501c3. Uh, it's, it's embarrassing, but I don't even know exactly how that process works as far as the donation part. Uh, but you can go to our website, theguardianriders.com and hit us up there and I can get you up with our treasurers and, and they handle all that stuff. I, I, it's out of my pay grade there. Uh, but with China down nitro, she really gets into organizations like BACA or BACA. Mm -hmm. And I know you're really interested in this show because of the guardian writers. Uh, You'd ask him whatever you want to ask him. Come on, you're not no uh, no voice at shows. Oh no, I'm never quiet. <laughs> I heard who was coming on, and I'm like, okay, I'll come in. <laughs> um, now, do you guys have in your area like a special Olympics as well that you guys help out? We haven't yet. Uh, that's something that we're looking at. Um, there's a lot of what we try to do is. It's kind of the smaller causes, I guess you would say, right. um, you know, there's a, a lot of people that help out with some of those bigger causes and they have support from a lot of different places. Whereas uh, one of the, the things that we're working on right now that we just started on earlier today uh, two young children, I believe age three and seven were burned really, really bad on 4th of July. Someone threw an aerosol can in the fire and uh, one of the kids they think is going to lose a lung. I'm not sure, uh, but we're working on trying to get some money up and, and get that taken care of. The family is staying at a Ronald McDonald house, which is awesome, but they've still got to travel. They still got to eat and they're going to be lo losing a lot of work time and things, but there's, you know, this, again, the special Olympics is a phenomenal cause out there and it's great, but, there's a lot of support for it, whereas there's not for some of these smaller things like this. So that's what we try to key on. Guardianwriters.com. If you guys uh, can get with uh, Nitro, get some uh, donations going in for those kids that got burnt up. Uh, yeah, awesome. I, did. I, I did look on their website, and there is a little form that you would fill out uh, where you can ask your questions, and it looks as if they'll get back to you pretty quick once you fill it out. Yeah, let's hope so, because, you know, China Down knows when we do uh, her news stories in the morning, I really can't stand, uh, you know, the stories about kids getting hurt. <laughs> I oh, really no, you'll be like, you know what, China, just skip this damn skip story. <laughs> Go to the next story. 
I, well, that's you know what I think all bikers are like that. Like Nitro said, mm-hmm. yep. we have an attachment of protecting a kid with our own lives, and I never want to see a kid get hurt. Now, do you guys also do things as far as um, like kids that are bullied? Do you help out those children as well? We do. Uh, we have uh, kind of it's our our creed, I guess you would say, is we stand in the gap between victims and abusers. And it could be that, uh, you know, someone reaches out and and we escort them to school or something. You know, we've got a lot of plans to do this and do that or whatever. Uh, But each case is is a little bit different. It's there's things that we will do that we haven't done yet or things that we're planning. But uh, things like that is something that's that's not come up yet. Uh, I'm sure it's out there. And the thing is, with an adult or an, an abused woman, sometimes or a veteran or a homeless, if they will, they can reach out themselves. They're adults. They can get in touch with somebody. Whereas a young child can't. You know, a ten year old kid doesn't know how to reach out. They don't know how to to get help. So it seems like we have a harder time finding those kids to help than we do with the older kids or, or uh, again, the veterans or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, bullying is, is something that's high on our list. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, we are a motorcycle club. We do prospect and all that, but there's not, we, we, we don't really haze our prospects too bad. It's, it's kind of close, you know, um, so, so yeah, I mean, we can't stand for one thing and then turn around and do it. But now we do mess with them. I'm not going to say that, but uh, there's too <laughs> many old schools. That's a little yeah. different than, yeah. you know, doing some of the shit, you know. Yeah, that's it. Now, one of the one of the uh, viewers uh, mentioned you guys collect gas cards for those that are staying at the Ronald McDonald house. Because I know a lot of people, um, like with our grandson and our our my stepdaughter, that her family had to stay at the Ronald McDonald house a lot in Chicago. And one of their biggest things is people would give gas cards mm-hmm. as donations. Do you guys have people that give gas cards for help? Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, they can send them to that address, the 1619 address and make sure you include in there who it's for so that we know which, which way to send it. Uh, but yeah, we'd be more that- than happy to. I know that, I mean, you'd probably have to let us know about what local gas stations are in the area because I know every state's got different main gas stations. Right, right. You know, but uh, I mean, I think that would be Uh, very helpful. I think that would be very helpful for the parents for those two children that were burned because having to travel, having gas cards would be phenomenal for them. Yeah. What about if Uh, somebody wanted to join uh, Nitro? Well, it's very, very similar to uh, any other process. We're not a typical MC, but we're we follow old school traditions just out of respect for the guys that paved the way for us. Uh, you come in, you hang around a little, get to know everybody, and then uh, you go through a prospecting process. It's it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, I tell everybody you got to earn your spot at the table before you sit at the table. You serve the table before you sit at the table. Uh, our prospects will take the trash out and mow the yard. It's 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 not really manual 
not too tough. And if you can't prospect for the guardian riders, man, you can't prospect for anybody. Um, but again, if you just came in and, and we handed you a patch, would it mean anything to you? And the patch, this is almost sacrilege for me to say the patch is important, but that's the patch takes second place to this mission. The mission has got to be more important to you than what you got on your back. Um, and, you know, yeah, we wear a three piece patch. We're in the MC world. We move like an MC. We we prospect like an MC. That, that's part of it. We behave like an MC, but that's just the world that we live in. But uh, you don't step right in and you're not going to be a full patch in a month. Uh, but it, it, it takes a little time, takes a little dedication. Got to know that your heart's right. But if your heart is on the mission, then, man, it's a labor of love. Uh, you'll be doing exactly the same things that we've set out to do here. I love that you're focused on on the mission rather than the image. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's what it seems like a lot of uh, people lose, you know, sight of is the actual mission. So yeah. I, I'm I love that you highlighted that for sure. That's awesome. Oh, that's it cool. is awesome, right there, man. Highlighting. You know what? A lot of people are more into getting a patch than they are about what the club stands for. And you said you do extreme background checks. Am I right? Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little different. The, the, as far as history, we checked for a lot of other things, uh, law enforcement background for one, uh, with, with this club, we work through child protective services, uh, through court appointed special advocates through the court system. So we actually work with law enforcement. Uh, got a couple corrections officers. That's a different world for me. I'm, I'm not used to that, but uh, we work hand in hand with those guys now. And so a law enforcement background does not keep you out of the guardian, guardian riders. Um, we do, if you have a domestic crime, if you have uh, a sex abuse crime, if you have a, a crime against a child less than 16 years of age, we tell everybody don't approach this club for your own good. You don't want to come and try to apply because we are, we will find it. Uh, but yes, the, everybody is background checked, even our old ladies, because if we are going to hang out to do a check on a kid, it may be that the old ladies are inside braiding hair and coloring or whatever, while we're talking to dad on the front porch, you know? Mm -hmm. So even our old ladies are all background checked as well. What do you think about that, China, about the old ladies being background checked to make sure they're safe, uh, the kids around everybody? Well, I think they should definitely 100% be, uh, I'm, yeah. very, I'm shocked, but I believe that they definitely should be background checked because, yeah. you know, you can't, a woman is just as capable as a man for harming a child. So you want to make sure that there's no harm going to be done to further damage the children that they're trying to help. No, I was, I'm fully shocked. That's the first time I've actually heard of somebody doing that. I, that may be something I, that other people already do. I have no idea, but that's the first time I'm hearing that and actually doing that. And if you're going to, you're going to do that to the guys. Why wouldn't you do that to the old ladies that are coming around? I mean, we well, that's actually, a good point for everybody. Go ahead. Uh, we, we actually, even our supporters, uh, folks that aren't members of the club, if they're just a supporter, if they're going to be around children, their background checked as well before they're allowed to be around them. 
we got to be better than we got to be better than what these kids are coming out of man and and that you know we're there to rescue them not put them in harm's way oh can i ask you a favor yes ma'am if you have any upcoming rides can you send your flyers to hollywood so he can promote them on his show absolutely absolutely we certainly will that's awesome i love that now you were talking about orphanages uh nitro what yes. is that like you know i've been to moose heart and mm-hmm. was able to see that orphanage and how they helped them is there any worries about the orphanages around you guys down there as far as are they actually taking care of these kids the the one that we work with i i don't think i'm allowed to say the name uh they were actually on the news with us um of course, they couldn't show the kids on, on camera or anything like that, so I'm not sure if I'm allowed to throw it out there. But the one that we work with uh, is phenomenal good. Man, they are great with them. Uh, we did, when we took the backpacks to uh, to meet them one time at, at one of the restaurants that they had taken them out to, they actually invited us back. And uh, we got to actually go over and see the facility and, and their you know you've got to you've got to be checked obviously before you you're allowed in there but uh but we actually got to go over and and meet the directors meet some of the teachers and things like that and they do a fantastic job with those kids um it's not like you know the the police or circ and i have some more orphanage that we see on tv uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i'll it's, leave her uh, i'll leave her yeah uh, the, the one that we do work with, they're they're the only residential home in the immediate area that we've had some dealings with. Uh, there's a couple more that we've reached out to that haven't gotten back to us yet. Uh, it's kind of a an in-depth process. Uh, everything has to go through the red tape and the bureaucracy and the politics and all that. Uh, you know, and again, we are an incorporated 501c, so that helps. That helps speed things up a little bit. And but. Uh, the the few instances that we have had contact with with the uh, the one place has been great. They've been really good with those kids, and they're great kids. They've just had some hiccups, man. It it happens to all of us, you know. It's it's not that they're bad kids. It's just they made some bad choices sometimes. Uh, but and then again, it could be no fault of their own that they're there. It could be that their parents made bad choices, and that's not the kid's fault. Uh, I want I want to read this one. Jeff Brace, I am the grandfather hello, of Lily Bell that Nitro spoke about and they have helped so helped us so much and there isn't a day that goes by that we don't get to, a message from Guardian Rider checking on Lily. Rock on, man. That's wow. awesome right it's there. Great family. It's a great family right there, man. Grandfather of Lily Bell, right there. Can you, yeah. for those that are just joining us, can you uh, again tell uh, them about Lily Bell? Sure. Uh, Lily was born Christmas Eve in a snowstorm, and uh, Lily was born with Christmas seventeen. Um, it she a, a child born with that. It's a, a. I'm not really sure about what the cause is. I know it's a chromosome disorder, uh, but. Lily has, man, she's a fighter. Uh, she turned six months old at her car show. 
um, we did a, a ride for Lily and, and I got to know that family. Uh, there's a long story that we'll get into one of these days of, about how that ride came about. Uh, but, uh, we did the, the ride for Lily and raised a little bit of money for her. And, uh, we, uh, one of the, the local car clubs here picked up, uh, when, when, uh, news got out there about what we were doing. So they did a car show for her too, to raise a, a little bit of money. So I, we got to see Lily at, at, we rode in as a pack to her car show. So we got to see her again and, and visit with her on her six month or yeah, her six month birthday, I guess you would say. Uh, but man, she's hanging in there. She's growing like a weed. She's, she's a fighter. Wow. Maybe we need to get Jeff on, uh, Mike and, uh, talk about Lily a little bit. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I know that we can, Jeff, if, if you can reach out to me personally, that would be awesome. It would be at ball valve TV. And then we can go ahead and speak from there for sure. How are, how does it make you feel when you're around the kids and they're just starstruck? Cause I know when I was a kid, you know, I seen a Harley going down that street. I was like acting like uh, I was a biker on a bicycle well, and go ahead. Well, no, I mean, it's, uh, it'll make your head swell, but I don't ride a Harley now, Hollywood. I ride an Indian. There's a difference there. Oh, well, wow. uh, any well, motorcycle, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've, well, I've got a Triumph too, and I've, I ride a little, just whatever. But, uh, anyway, um, it's, you can't describe that feeling. It's as much as the old life pumped the adrenaline out and, and really got you going, this is a different kind of high. It's, uh, you know, it, you can't really describe it. You just got to feel it. And when your head hits the pillow at night, I mean, honestly, I fight demons every night from, from the stuff I've done back in my past, but now I don't, I'm proud of what we're doing now. And I've, I've said it before and I've said it on the news and, and said it several times. We know that we can't change the world and we can't help everybody. But if we can change one life of one child for one day, then everything we do is worth it. All the effort's worth it. And this is a labor of love. It's, I love what we do now. Well, I always talk about, because uh, my grandson has uh, spina bifida. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of kids out there that are going through some hard times, but what you'll always find with them going through their medical problems or other problems is they do it with a smile where Absolutely. us adults would never be able to handle what they got to go through. Yeah. It's, uh, the, I I've said it before. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm, it makes us proud and, and it makes the kids happy and, and they're smiling and, and, and it's a good day for them, but man, the blessings are all ours. Uh, you know, we're smiling on the inside too. And, uh, doesn't matter what it is or who it is when you see that you've really straightened things up for a kid, even just for a little while, it's something to see 25 or 30 big old beardy tattoo bikers crying their eyes out. That's what it's all about. Uh, you know, that's, it's giving back and that's what we're trying to do here. Well, Jeff, you can uh, probably get a hold of nitro to get a hold of Mike. Or yeah, I've Mike. got his contact info. We can, I'll forward everything to you. Yep. Absolutely. That would be fantastic. Yeah. we got a spot open next week. Uh, Jeff, if you want to come on next shows, uh, you know, Monday at 7 PM central standard time, 
but you know you were talking about how you got these big burly bikers that are tearing up yeah how does it make you feel the perception and you were talking about that earlier about changing as much as you can about perception how does it make you feel where you have a negative impact on bikers knowing that we're the first ones that come out in the community to try to help that i have a negative in impact on bikers no, i'm sorry i don't understand how the media gives out oh such okay a gotcha gotcha i'm bikers. sorry it sucks uh, you know and and again that's just not the case but the the thing is and and we talked about it a little bit before the show if a bar fight breaks out and if there's it, it could be somebody with a ride to live patch on it not even a club guy and they see a back patch and they don't know which club it is and all they know is that somebody's out there a motorcycle and they'll call it a gang but they'll they'll be a fight and it hits the media or it hits facebook or whatever that's all the the mainstream media doesn't want to cover the stuff that we're doing they want to cover us fighting each other or shooting at each other or something like that and that's that's a rarity even at least in my area that's not something that happens every day and everybody watches sons of anarchy and and thinks that that's the life we live if that was the life we live we would all catch a rico charge by episode two and the show would be over you know it's, it's, <laughs> right. not, it's, it's true just not, that's just not how this life is this life is about calling my brother my wife's alternator went out on her car and her car died the other day i was on the phone with one of the prospects he beat me to her i was going to to pick her up and he beat me to her and and actually changed the alternator on her car for me while I was at work. I mean, wow. and it, it's got nothing to do with being a prospect or whatever. It doesn't matter if it's a full patch or a national officer or a nomad or whatever. We got, we got each other's back and that's what the media needs to see. And, and if they will show that, then maybe they'll get off of some of this stuff that bikers are bad and bikers are criminals and because there's bad apples in everything there's i'm sure there's bad apples in every club but there's bad apples in the police department and in you know law enforcement and school teachers or whatever there's bad apples everywhere that doesn't mean that the en entire high school is bad because one teacher screws up no it doesn't mean the whole club is bad because one biker messes up and that's just kind of the mentality that we've got to get away from or that that the media has got to get away from. Yeah, the no, media. Yeah, you, yeah. Go you, ahead, Mike. Well, the me, the media is hard. It's it's one of those things that no matter what you do, I mean, the media is is that's why I was saying it's impressive that you even got the great coverage that you did because it's they all they want is is money. You know what they you know what they want, and at the end of the day, what is going to sell is what drama. You know what I mean? And if if you can put drama out there, then that's what they want. So to being able to put yourself out there on an actual television level and a local news level, it's, it's very highly impressive to be able to do it, not just once, but being able to do it multiple times. The, the media, it wasn't like that in the beginning. When we first started doing this and first really got out in the public and started doing these, these rides and projects, and then they kind of ignored us for a while. And, uh, once it got to the point to where a lot of people were saying, man, they're, they're doing some good stuff. You know, you might want to take a look at that. 
uh, and had some other folks, some some friends of the club that had reached out to them that had some some contacts with them, and they finally came and checked it out. And now uh, it, it's a blessing. But all I got to do is pick up the phone, and they've got a news crew there for just about everything we do. Uh, I I don't want to flood the flood them with it. You know, I don't want people to get tired of seeing it. But uh, and recognition, recognition, we don't care about that. That doesn't matter. Uh, it's if these kids are getting what they need or these veterans or or these women are getting out of the bad situation that they're in then that's what we need we we don't rest of it doesn't matter doesn't matter who we are or if you even know who we are it's it's what we do that matters how how is your mission brought you guys closer as a club well again you know you've got these big tattooed, uh, my VP six, five, I'm six, three, uh, we've got a, a national, uh, enforcer. That's probably six, three or so all of us, big beardy tattooed guys. And then when something really touches your heart and you've got three big guys like that standing there crying, I mean, you, you've got to lean on each other and it's, you're, you're standing there with these big guys that, you're at your most vulnerable and you know we're not we're we're old tough guys we shouldn't we're not supposed to cry we're not supposed to show any kind of emotion but when you let your guard down and and show that a child has touched your heart then then you're actually letting your guard down and letting your brother in as much as you are anything else and that's what brings you closer brotherhood to me to us trust is built at 90 miles an hour up the road bar to bar but brotherhood is built at 10 o'clock at night getting a kid out of a bad situation or at a three-year-old's birthday party for your brother's niece or something you know at we last weekend uh we or weekend before last we rode to a 11 year old little girl's birthday party because she wanted us there um and that's stuff like that is what makes you close to your brother it's again you build trust up and down the highway and 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 you do build brotherhood you know camped out somewhere beside the road i've slept at picnic tables on rest stops and all that and hollywood's been a biker for a long time too i'm sure he's done the same thing you get those runs and you try to sleep two hours where you can but you know it's a little different now one thing i'm so old i can't hardly do that anymore but uh you know, you, you build brotherhood there, but most of it, most of the brotherhood is built right here at home doing family stuff. Uh, the more you act as a family, the tighter you are. Oh, man. Very well said right there. Very well said. Uh, what has, what incidents uh. that you've been involved with that really broke your heart? Uh man i i don't know um i know that's a hard one yeah we i thought i had seen a lot of stuff uh in my past life but i hadn't uh, there's we've seen stuff that is haunting um that adults can be animals i mean there's no other way to put it adults can be animals and uh you know there there's not a cell 
dark enough or a dungeon deep enough. God has got a special place in hell for some of these men and women that have done this stuff to these children. Um, and it's, you, you almost try to put it out of your mind, but you can't, uh, you relive a lot of these, these missions that we went on that have gotten these kids. Fortunately, a lot of times law enforcement's already been involved and removed them or something. And we're after the fact, that's what we're trying to, to work towards being is more preventative instead of putting a bandaid over a bullet hole, so to speak, we're trying to go in and get the heads up before anything happens and go in and, and, take care of it, do a home visit, do whatever we need to do to uh, protect these kids instead of rescuing them. If that makes any sense. Absolutely does. I love, I love that, that, that you're not only focusing on these people that have been hurt, but now you're going, okay, we see a pattern and an issue here. Let's go ahead and try to prevent this from happening. If, if we can, you know, which is very hard, but of course, you know, being able to try to do something like that is, is at least putting a big difference. It's, uh, I've, I've told my guys, and I think I even put it in the brochure when we did them, uh, you know, we can't promise you you're going to be successful. You're going to be hit. You're going to be spit on. You're going to be kicked. You're going to be cussed. And it, it's all, it's not always going to work, but at least these kids or these veterans or these women or, or battered spouse, I'll say, uh, or, or these homeless folks, at least they've got somebody in their corner. And that's more than they've had a lot of times. And, you know, we're not experts. We're not, we, we actually have some, a trained counselor or two, and, and we've got some guys that are experts. I'm not one of them. Uh, but we, you know, we just, we do all we can. And again, we're not always going to succeed. We know that. And that's the part that breaks your heart. And then, you'll have people reach out that, you know, you just, you know, you can't help. Uh, and, and we try to do something for everybody, but the, the need is just overwhelming. And that's, that's what we were talking about with trying to branch out a little bit more because we're, we're getting calls from, you know, another state or way, or, uh, uh, even several counties away or something. And we just don't have anybody there at that time. And that's what we're working for. All right, we got Jason that asks, uh, do any of these people ever come to you and your club before going to the police? Uh, can I plead the fifth on that one? Plead the uh, fifth. Yeah. Yep, you absolutely yeah. can. Let's just hold off on that one, uh, Jason. Uh, there's some stuff that he uh, Nitro can't talk about. That's uh, right. So don't take it as an offense. He just can't answer the question. Now, I'm, Nitro. I mean, no disrespect whatsoever. What, yes. what do you guys do as a club to support each other for the things that you've seen and the thing that you have witnesses? Do you guys also have counselors that you can speak to in case you need to? We have a member or two that are actually counselors, but, you know, that's and that's that's sad. But, you know, we just kind of grin and bear it because every and, and I know that's not the way it should be, but if, if I pay a counselor to go see a counselor, then that's 
a hundred bucks an hour or whatever it is that I could be spending on a kid going to see a counselor or a, a, a woman going to see a counselor. So wow. I, I'm a grown man. I can take it. I'll be all right. Um, but we do have, we just launched a program uh, called, we call it DART. It's drug and alcohol uh, recovery team, uh, drug and alcohol addiction recovery team. It's DART. And uh, we're working on getting a Alcoholics Anonymous meeting one night a week at the clubhouse and a Narcotics Anonymous meeting one night at the clubhouse. But what we're also going to do is try to get uh, some, we've got some counselors that are going to volunteer some time to come in and do a support group another night during that week that will, it could be, you know, the alcoholic or it could be the narcotic addicted person or it could be somebody recovering from trauma or recovering from abuse or it could be one of our guys or or girls one of the old ladies that have seen things and that's what that support group is for so we're we're trying to get stuff like that it's this has just been so overwhelming it's blown up so quick that it's uh it's nothing like what we thought it was going to be we thought you know we were going to be years getting to the point we are now and the the need is is so great out there that uh, we've just stayed busy with that. How you doing, Carson? Uh, if you guys got uh, questions for Nitro, start getting them in. Wild Bill asks Nitro, do you have a preacher or a man of the cloth with you when you do some of this stuff? Yes, we do. Uh, one of our chapters uh, has a uh, ordained minister as the chaplain. Uh, the other one, uh, have we have a uh, guy that came over to us from CMA, Christian Motorcycle Association, and he's still a prospect, so he, he doesn't have a tab yet, but he kind of serves in that capacity for us. So, so yes, we do. We, we have, uh, and we're non-denominational. I, I don't care, you know, your, your, your relationship with God is your business. Uh, you know, some of us are, are one faith, some of us, it, and it doesn't matter. We, we don't, you know, we don't discriminate or whatever. That, that's, that's between every, Bible says every man will work out his own salvation trembling in front of God. So that's, to me, tells me that every, that's every man's business on his own. Well, it shows me your bigger mission is 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 that with the kids, and uh, that is the main focus. So, I mean, if you can get the more help, why not at that point if they're good people? So, yeah, absolutely. Man, what a fantastic episode. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Absolutely I think, well, awesome. I think you I think you opened up a lot of people's eyes to what there is out there and that there is more than what people see on the news. And it, and you and and a hats off to you. I'm not wearing one, but hats off to you. And we appreciate everything that you and your club do for all these people. It's it's not me. I just I had the idea and threw it out there. My guys have done all of it. It's uh, it's I'm nothing special. It's the guys. Uh, I told I said before. It's every now and again you'll get the right people at the right time doing the right mission in the right place and it's like lightning in a bottle and it all lines up and that's kind of what happened here the right people came together and these guys ran with it and and they have uh man they've really built something special here uh i just just so happens that i'm the guy that's on the camera but it's it's them it's not me 
Well, hopefully next week we can uh, have Jeff on. Uh, he's the grandfather of uh, Li- Lily. Am I? Lily Bell, yeah. Maybe yep. we can get her on the air too and uh, check, uh, you know, how to help the family and stuff like that. Uh, I just think, we, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. Ahead, I just seen Jeff had commented. I was going to tell him I threw him under the bus. I'll be calling him <laughs> in the morning sometime. There you go. Uh, but that's guardianwriters.com uh, for those that are interested and in donated to the cause. Uh, 100% goes to the cause and not into the pockets uh, like other charity organizations. Ch- you know, charity to uh, charge an administrative fee. It don't happen like that, according to Nitro. Uh, but you're welcome back on the show anytime you want to come on, uh, talk you. about your events, talk about uh, what you're up to and stuff like that. That way we do get the good uh, into the uh, scene. But definitely, definitely get get uh, any flyers for any upcoming events uh, to uh, Hollywood or even Mike, because Mike can give it, give it to Hollywood. And so he can put them up on his show in the mornings so people will be aware of what's coming up in your area. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I certainly appreciate it so much. This This is a big help for us. It gets the word out, lets people know we're here if they need us. It's rocking, right. man. And yeah, if you can get it worked out, Jeff, to get Lily on the show, she's more than welcome to come on the show. Uh, but uh, thanks again, Nitro. We appreciate you being on. The, you know, you're the first guest of the new show, man. Awesome, yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's good. That's hopefully that's good luck for us. It's got to be. I mean, I so. it's it's only downhill from here, everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if you've got L- L- Lily Bell and Jeff on next next Monday, yeah, that's right. That's I think, right. I think it's going to just continue going up. That's there that's a fact. Go. That's a fact. <laughs> all right, Nitro. We'll uh, catch you later and uh, stay in contact with uh, Mike and all that stuff. And uh, absolutely, you guys do an awesome job, and we really appreciate you guys making uh, us bikers look good. Thank you. Thank you for having us on. Rock and roll, man. Uh, that was uh, Nitro from the Guardian Riders, uh, GuardianRiders.com. So let's go around here like we usually do, uh, you two. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. Are, what are your thoughts on what you just heard? Well, during the show, I was actually sending an email to GuardianRiders.com to get as much information as I can for those two children in the family that were burned on uh, on 4th of July. Mm-hmm. to see what kind of things that they need and local gas stations to see if we can get some help out there. That's awesome. What about that's, you, Mike? What did you awesome. learn? There was a lot that I learned actually. And a lot that I actually got to think of myself and, and things that I have gone like, wow, like he opened my eyes up to a lot of things, even down to the smallest things of like, you know, checking, uh, you know, background checks on old ladies. I mean, why don't we already do something like that? I'm sure there's clubs already that do it, but I'm just saying I've never heard of it, you know, stuff like that. You know, we, we got to protect uh, the the small ones, you know, and that's anybody that's around them, which are, you know, uh, not just men. It's also these women too. We should be making sure that these kids are safe. So, well, that's one thing I'm hoping with the show now we're, you know, Mondays, we're going to really concentrate on trying to make uh you know, those that do do good in the biker scene, get them on air and let everybody know there's more than 
the bad out there that I cover on the news every morning. This one is actually, it makes you feel better. This type of show. Yeah, it does. It does. It, it shows that there's more out there than what people see in the media because not everybody sees the good that's out there. Everybody hears about toys for tots, but this just shows that there is way more out there that bikers do for their community and for abused women uh, and or men and for the children out there. There's way more that goes on that people did not have knowledge to. And this probably showed and opened a lot of people's eyes today. One organization I like to really get on the show is uh, Bikers Against Predators. They've been in the news lately and they've been helping to get these sickos off the street that contact children through the internet. And I believe that's a huge problem in society today. And it's awesome seeing bikers lead the way in that one too. Bikers really do lead the way when it comes to helping that community out. Yeah. It seems like we're the ones that will uh, stand when nobody else will. Uh, even, even if the recognition is going to be there or not, it doesn't matter. It seems like the, the, the heart will always, uh, over Trump any of that lame stuff at the end of the day. So that gives us hope for humanity, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, don't forget to get on YouTube for us, everybody. And, uh, help out the uh, demons row. Uh, I guess they took his channel down and there was a lot of work put into that channel. And I don't see a reason why they took it down, but they uh, took it down. So, you know, hopefully all us creators can stick together, get the word out there. And uh, this was been an, uh, Oh, Harold here. Let's see here. Uh, well, we'll bring nitro back on here real quick. Uh, Nitro, we've got uh, Harold Ryder. I'm Lily Bell's father. I just heard about the live stream. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Right. Just wanted to put the coordination there for you guys together, so you you'll be able to watch the uh, the 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 thing over for you, Harold. So you'll be able to see it. I just want you to know what kind of impact that your your club is making. Uh, not in your, not only in your area, but worldwide right now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's make it's made a huge impact on us. Uh, like I said, I mean the blessings ours. It it's a labor of love. Rock on, man. His name is Jeffrey, so I guess it's Jeff yeah, and it's, Jeff Junior. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Brace is the dad. Uh, <laughs> Rock on! Wow. Well, everybody, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Like I said, next week, uh, hopefully, uh, now that we got the father in, uh, we, maybe we, we to get the father, grandfather, and Lily on the show and tell her story. That would story. be awesome. I would love to see that little precious face. <laughs> uh, I'll send you some pictures. Oh, uh, I would love awesome. if you If you emailed the side, I'll be able to pull it up. I'll send you some pictures of her. I did. Oh, yeah, I, did. I, I did. I did email, and in the in the message, I said who I was, so you okay. know. Okay. <laughs> and it looks like uh, Harold or Jeffrey said yes, so might look like we have a special uh, little guest next week, and uh, hopefully everybody can help him out and uh, get her story out. Beautiful stuff here. Beautiful stuff. Anyway, that is it for today. Thanks, Nitro from the Guardian Writers for being on. 
beautiful discussion here and the bikers are really making a difference we'll see you all next week monday at 7 p.m central standard time rock on baby any uh you know closing thoughts there mike it's your show too no, I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, Nitro, for coming on here and, and actually, you know, telling us everything that you've got going on, not with uh, just yourself, but your entire uh, club there. And I I am just honored that you came on and were able to tell us a little bit about your story. And uh, I'm taking a lot of the stuff that you said to the bank with myself, you know, personally. So know that you've you've just you've touched a lot of people. I love Thank it. you. I appreciate that. I, I well, certainly Har- were honored. I'm sorry. Har- Harrow's at wanting to know everyone else's name that's on the panel. <laughs> I'm Hollywood, and that's Mike Bell, China Dow. That's right. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you later. Uh, should be a really good next uh, episode right there. But all you guys be safe and be good. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms.